the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, 602-508-0960. I was trying to persuade someone while I, why I still think Twix is a good word to replace Twitter in X. It saves the noisome sentences you read where so-and-so said something on X, parentheses, formerly known as Twitter, close parentheses. Also, verbally, when you speak out loud and you're telling someone, oh, I X'd something, what does that mean? It, you can't understand what someone means if they say that. They used to say, I tweeted something, and that made sense. But to say I X'd something, first of all, they're thinking you said axed, like you got rid of it, perhaps. Maybe it means you got a divorce. I don't know. X'd something? It doesn't work. Put an X on something? So Twix. I Twixed something. I'm onto something here, folks. I'm onto something. I know I am. Um, okay. This is kind of different. FBI Director Christopher Wray testified to Congress today um, and um, to the House Committee on Homeland Security. And uh, it was kind of a do it was it was it was an impressive it was an impressive performance. Um, And for the first time, I thought, you know, he is now kind of representing. Given all the problems with the FBI and don't think for a second that I'm undercutting any of them or undermining any of them or under or devaluing any of them. He's got his finger on the real problem. Many of us got used just a few months ago to Joe Biden brewing about at commencement ceremonies and elsewhere that white supremacy was the most dangerous terrorist threat to America. He said it at Howard University and Commencement address there. He bragged that he didn't just say it at Howard University, and indeed he didn't. He said it everywhere. White supremacy was the most dangerous terrorist threat to the nation. Well, President Biden, call your FBI director. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is that it's Middle East terrorism, and it's now here, likely in this country. He says, not just Hamas, as the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism, the Iranians have directly or by hiring criminals mounted assassination attempts against dissidents and high-ranking current and former U.S. officials, including right here on American soil, directly from Director Ray's testimony today. He said, or take Hezbollah, Iran's primary strategic partner, which has a history of raising money and seeking to obtain weapons here in the United States. FBI arrests in recent years also indicate that Hezbollah has tried to seed operatives, establish infrastructure, and engage in spying here domestically. These are all quotes. Raising our concern that they may be contingency planning for future operations in the United States. That's just from the FBI director's test printed written testimony available at the FBI website, FBI.gov. I encourage you to read it. Fox News reports 
FBI Director Christopher Wray said the number of illegal immigrants evading Border Patrol agents and escaping into the country is a source of great concern for the agency, as he told lawmakers that threats from the other side of the border are consuming FBI field offices. I thought there was no border threat. I thought the border was secure. And I thought the terrorist threat was white supremacy. Well, it's not. Someone's lying to you. Someone's not telling you the truth. And it's either Joe Biden and Secretary Mayorkas and Kamala Harris on one side who keep talking about the border being secure and white supremacy being the greatest terrorist threat here. Or it's FBI Director Christopher Wray who's saying, no, it's the border and it's Middle Eastern terrorism in the United States. One of them is lying to you. And usually, usually one would have a hard time figuring out when the president and the FBI director disagree who to believe. Usually one would, except we have something here on our side of discernment, don't we? We have an ability to discern the right answer. You know what it is? Common sense. Common sense. Yes, you're pointing to your head, young David. That's right. We have the capability of seeing what's going on and connecting what we see with what we think, and not only connecting what we see with what we think, but the larger task of our political job here, which is what we should think. It's really incredible when you think about how long the president and the vice president and the secretary of Homeland Security have gotten away with this nonsensical idea that once the border is secure and on the other hand or by the same token or by the same authority, white supremacy is the greatest terrorist threat. Going back to Fox News, Ray testified to lawmakers on the House Homeland Security Committee about worldwide threats to the U.S. Chairman Mark Green. Uh, I'm sorry, to the U.S. Chairman Mark Green asked Ray about the number of gotaways, illegal immigrants at the border who evaded Border Patrol, which has exceeded 600,000 in fiscal year 23. CBP Custom and Border Protection says there have been over 47,000 gotaways since the beginning of the new fiscal year only a month and a half ago, October 1st. Green said the number of gotaways since the beginning of the Biden administration could be over 2 million. Can the FBI guarantee American people that known or suspected terrorists, including any from Hamas or other terror groups, are not amongst those getaways, Green asked? Ray said, quote, well, certainly the group of people that you're talking about are a source of great concern for us. That's why we're aggressively using all 56 of our joint terrorism task forces. Now it's a now it's a source of great concern. He later said that, quote, anytime you have a group of people in the United States that we don't know nearly enough about, that's a source of concern for us from a perspective in our lane of protecting Americans. Quote, the threats that come from the other side of the border are very much consuming all 56 of our field offices, not just in the border states. The entire United States is a border state right now. You can get this from Director Ray. You can get this from Director Christopher Ray and take him seriously. Sure. You know where else you could have got it? Pretty much from every single Republican over the last three years. 
been saying the same exact. Mr. Bill likes it when I sometimes point out the adage that the price one pays for being right is appearing to be wrong at the time. We were racists. We were bigots. We were laughed at by the vice president when we told her it was important to visit the border. The reason they didn't was they didn't want. Do you remember when Fox News had a drone, a, a news cam drone over the border? And the government shut it down because they didn't want people to see what was going on. What does that remind you of? What does it remind you of? Now, Christa, here will be the interesting test. This will be an interesting test. <laughs> Do you think Christopher Ray's testimony will be on the front page of the New York Times or the Washington Post tomorrow print editions? Yesterday, get this, young David, yesterday in Washington, D.C., was the largest what in the history of the United States? Largest gathering of Jewish and Christian Americans rallying for Israel, ever. Close to 300,000. It made the metro section of the Washington Post, the metro section. The metro section. But four articles in the first two pages in the Washington Post on Israeli war crimes. Taken from the source, the Ministry of Health in Gaza, that is to say Hamas. It's the same paper that wouldn't run a Ramirez cartoon of the leader of Hamas shielding himself with women and babies. Cartoon that was true in its depiction. The Washington Post is a, um, I think it might be worse than the New York Times, honest to God, it might be. Used to be a pretty credible a pretty credible paper. Liberal, to be sure, but credible. At least when Catherine Graham and her son ran it. It's just not anymore. It's not. It's amazing to me to think that it can be owned by someone who's so dependent on getting things right. Like with Amazon, you have to get things right with Amazon, don't you? You have to get your package delivered. You have to get it tracked, and you have to be able to give people confidence that what they're Buying is what they're getting, what they're purchasing is what they're going to get. But it ain't true with the Washington Post. The truest thing about the Washington Post is their front line eponym that democracy dies in darkness. It's just that they're the ones pulling the shades. I'm Seth Leibson, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. I just love that chord progression. I love that bass line. I love everything about that song. It's such a great song. I remember the very first time I heard it. I remember exactly where I was the very first time I heard it, too. Thunder Island, Jay Ferguson, right? Uh, you got it. Yeah, I was driving to a job after my senior year in high school. You know what I was doing for a job? I know in high school you used to wait tables. I Is did it that. that? Job? No, it was a sec- I guess I did two things. I guess I also waited tables because a bunch of us did both jobs. We worked for uh, we, we 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 called. It was called Dial America, and we would call cold call people to try and sell them. Do you know what we were trying to sell them? America. <laughs> You can, you, you're not going to do better today. Yeah. You can go home now. Okay. Have Mr. Bill fill in. <laughs> you should go. You are not going to do better than that. No. We were trying to sell them touch tone dialing. It was still when not all phone lines were able to 
move from rotary. You don't know what rotary dialing. No, I rotary yeah, phones I, I are. Know. This, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dial America, and I was driving to work. It was in Tempe. It was a call center. Uh, I got some friends from the restaurant. We worked at Garcia's, and a bunch of us did that during the day, and we'd work the night shift to make money during our summer uh, in between uh, being high school seniors and uh, going off to college. Anyways, the first time I heard that song, I remember pulling over. I liked it so much. I just loved it. And now I get to play it for you all. I have so many questions for you, David, on my list of Uh unresolved Uh issues of things that make David interesting to me. But first, let's go to Rick. Rick is driving home. Hi, Rick. Hey, yeah, that song makes me think of the first time I kissed somebody with my eyes closed. Is that right? Oh, yeah. It's funny that music can take you through to a memory. That's, that's, that's the magic of a great song is when it always elicits a certain memory, right? You can remember exactly it's where you were or what you were doing when you heard it. Yeah. It's definitely our portal to time travel. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. And that's kind of what makes things sad when those artists die. Like when Jimmy Buffett died, you kind of felt, if not Jimmy Buffett for you, but I'm sure you've had musicians who have passed. You thought, well, that's just kind of the end of a chapter of my life in a way, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to get into the meat of why I called. Okay. And that is, I think we are keeping our eyes closed today, and we're getting all caught up in the subterfuge that's taking place societally. I don't care about Hunter Biden. I don't care about all of the other things that they're throwing at us to try to keep our eyes off the ball. Okay. All I have to do is look back to the election. When Obama was elected initially, there was a real sense of hope from everyone, even myself. I didn't vote for him, but I felt at that first initial election, when he was first elected, that, hey, there might be an opportunity for us here mm-hmm. to move forward as a country. And I think I speak for a lot of people with that regard. But as time went on and we opened our eyes and we saw things that were happening, all you have to do is look at the people he put in positions of power. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is look at the tape of John Brennan praising the hour, the, the call to prayer. And, and we know now exactly what he meant when he was doing that. Mm-hmm. We know now what Obama meant when he said he was a Muslim. We know now what all those people that were in power and still are in power today are leading us to and what their ultimate goal is, and that is the destruction of America as a representative republic. There's no doubt in my mind that that's taking place, and it's continuing to take place, and we as Americans need to open our eyes and see what's really happening today. Rick, how would you open more people's minds to what's going on if you could? What would you how would you do it? Go continue about it? to use platforms like yours, uh-huh. Seth. I so uh-huh. am thankful to, to Almighty Himself that you are here being oh able to continue right. to speak and open people's eyes. Uh, I appreciate you more than you know. Wow. And that's what we have to do. Wow. I, I, I don't want to diverge elsewhere, but I, I have a lot of respect for other people that are doing the same thing. Dan Bongino mm-hmm. on Rumble mm-hmm. is opening people's eyes. He's he's getting people to open their eyes and see what's happening. And I, I pray and hope that there are folks who really take the responsibility as an American citizen to truly do the research themselves, not take for granted anything. Not That is such an important point. That's, that is the most important point, Rick. You've really got to do your research. We have the tools available now. I mean, that's the thing. Oh, There's no excuse, really, anymore. That's the thing. That's the and beauty of it. that's part of, of the American spirit. Yeah. That American spirit is a spirit of entrepreneurship uh, and, and a spirit of people not taking for granted anything, but for doing their own due diligence, opening yeah. their own eyes 
and doing their own research to find out what real truth is. I wonder if, just taking it a step deeper, I wonder if places like the Washington Post and the New York Times, which no longer make any pretense about being news outlets, they're just, you know, 18 pages of op-ed, if you will, uh, I wonder if it's because they have raised that white flag to the rest of the American people, too, like to the point that, well, anyone can get their news and do their own research now anyway, so we might as well just show our true colors. Well, I think that's probably part of it, but yeah. I think it's always been that way. I yeah. mean, back when yeah. I was a kid, you had two so- sources of news. You had the Republic and the Gazette. Everybody knew that the Republic was the Republican side. The Gazette was the Democratic side. So there was no pretense then. Everybody knew what it was. But, again, I, I don't even look at any of the path that there is in today's yeah. media in yeah. terms of the, the, the Washington Post or yeah. any of those other periodicals that have lost complete uh, credibility in my mind. Well, thank you for your very, very kind words, Rick. I mean, I, there's no shortcuts here. I mean, and that goes to what you're saying and, and what you're hoping for. That there's no shortcuts to just accepting what you hear. You can't just accept what you hear. You can't just accept what you read. Um, you know, you've got to do your own work. You've got to do your own research. Thank God for the Internet during COVID. Can you imagine if we didn't have the Internet during COVID? Can you imagine? Oh. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. Or talk radio, for that matter. Thank God for talk radio. We don't have Amen. a lot of platforms, but, you know, day in and day out, day in and day out, you know, someone will read something or hear something and it'll start to get them perhaps thinking just a little bit differently and a little bit more and a little bit more. I was, um, I'll was. i give you an example. It, and, it, and it takes some patience. I mean, it does take patience. I was very skeptical, for example, when Tulsi Gabbard kind of left the Democratic Party. I was very skeptical because she was hewing to a lot of policy positions that I still thought were pretty, pretty out there, pretty radical, uh, or at least liberal left at, at a minimum. And I said, we need to be patient here. We need to let's not just all stampede to go nominating her for vice president and stuff as people were doing a few years back. But you know what? I've been watching her slowly, slowly, slowly. She has, you know, improved (laughs) or come our way more and more. It is a long process um, and it won't happen overnight. She has shown better and better consistency in the right direction, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I agree 100 percent. Yeah. It's not going to another point. Yes, sir that you can't pigeonhole yourself these days into one location or one spot. That's right. You can't put those blinders on. Otherwise, you're not going to see what real truth is. And real truth is today, there's not one side that's right and one side that's wrong. There's a, 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 a duplicity of, of agencies that are on, on board together for one goal, and that is to reduce and diminish what America has and is today. And, and that's inclusive. I got to run. Of, of Thank you, Rick. Sides. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. By the way, that college student I quoted earlier in the first hour who said she's now torn because she read bin Laden's letter to America, his two page letter to America, and she's torn because of how right he is. I looked up her uh, TikTok page. She has hundreds of thousands of followers, this girl. This People have student. nothing to do in this country. They have, I, Well, <laughs> and what they do is so damn unproductive and unhealthy. And you wonder, 600,000, I mean, my God.
praising bin that's what we've come to now we're now praising bin Laden. college oh, yeah. students oh yeah this doesn't surprise you at all it wasn't it, that's a question you aren't surprised by this huh no, I, I think the, the great shift in our country and our young people towards uh, leftward and otherwise political ideals is uh, – it's here. Mm-hmm. It happened. Yeah. It happened under our noses. It happened, mm-hmm. didn't it? We just paid too too much lip service to Reagan's warning that it's only a generation away from extinction, right? He said mm-hmm. it. He said it. We quoted it, but we didn't do anything about it. We didn't take it that seriously. We just thought those were nice words. He meant it. Yeah. See what happened at ASU last night? Listen to this. So there's a student government meeting taking place at ASU last night. They're debating boycott, divestment, and sanctions against Israel. And uh, the Palestinian activists um, tried to push through this through a student government vote. It wouldn't pass through. So they took to rioting, basically an intifada, throwing rocks at the building, putting people in an apprehensive fear. Here's the Chabad rabbi at ASU posting what was going on. Escorting Jewish students with police back to their dorms. That's what was going on. See if this audio works. We thank the police officers that are here watching us as we go back. Yet it is unfortunate that we need to get a police escort back as people were screaming such anti-Semitic things and throwing rocks on the window of the Memorial Union during the meeting. Aliza, it's on um, Instagram Live. What do you throw to the media? I, I went out back on it because I got messages. It stopped abruptly. You guys okay? So I felt I had to share yeah. what happened at the meeting. We are and okay. how it- It's incredible. I mean, is this Ramallah? I am seeing the footage now. And do you know what else I'm seeing? It's incredible, isn't it? What? Do you know what else I'm seeing? What? The organization that uh, organized this called Packing the Senate, mm-hmm. which happened last night, yeah. is uh, advertising on their Instagram page. Come and hear from Rashida. Save the date. Friday, November 17th at 4 p.m. Oh, can you send that to me? It's on Instagram. you got to get one. <laughs> no, I can access it if yeah. you send it to me. Send it to me and uh, send it to Zudi Jasser. Students for Justice in Palestine at ASU and other Phoenix area organizations will be hosting squad member and Democratic congresswoman from Detroit, Michigan, Representative Rashida Tlaib. Okay. She's the only Palestinian-American serving in the United States Congress. Yes, and how proud we all are of her, like the little... Lebowski, Urban Achievers. Would you send that to me and Zudi? Do you have Certainly. Zudi's contact? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. you probably do. Thanks. This is 1957 Little Rock. We need police to escort minorities safely. That's what we've become here. You know, Florida did the right thing. The chancellor of the Florida University System decertified Students for Justice in Palestine because of their material support for terrorism, because they, in their toolkit for protest, praised and said they stand with what Hamas was doing. Why can't we do that? We have a material support for terrorism statute in Arizona. It mirrors that in Florida. We have the same kind of statute. I would say shut down SJP or start making arrests. Arizona Revised Statutes 13. Get to it. Do something. 
They think Dennis Prager is the problem. Dennis Prager isn't the problem. This is the problem. When your school turns into 1957 Little Rock or 1960 New Orleans, that ain't progress. Are global leaders developing solutions that promote freedom and quality of life, or are they creating problems and forcing solutions that only benefit the elite? Midas Gold Group believes it's the latter. From draconian COVID restrictions, the decimation of small businesses, and changed election laws, Midas believes your finances will be next. Under the guise of protecting you, you'll get monetary expansion, national debt, and reduced purchasing power, and the central bank digital currency will virtually eliminate your savings and purchasing privacy. The answer? Convert a portion of your savings, or IRA, to physical gold and silver. Precious metals are a private currency. They've been used to store wealth throughout history. Thousands of you have trusted the veterans at Midas Gold Group, like Seb Gorka and myself, because they're fighting for your financial freedom and privacy. Give the Midas Gold Group a call at 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. Or check them out online at MidasGoldGroup.com. That's MidasGoldGroup.com. Steve is in Tempe. Hello, Steve. Hi, Seth. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, okay. I'll tell you. I, as a graduate of Arizona State, I'm embarrassed at what happened there last night and what's happened there previously as well. I, I'm with you on this, Seth. I'm telling you, MIT, Harvard, a lot of these uh, you know high-end schools that are where these students are threatening assault and, in fact, assaulting other students. And, and, you know, if they're saying they were throwing rocks last night, I mean, a lot of these students need to get expelled. Of course they do. And of course they the do. The reason that they're – and I, I'll tell you, Michael Crow better get get uh, get on the right side on yeah, this. Yeah, I agree with you. Flo- sure. This wasn't hard for Florida. Florida did this before there was an intifada. I want to read. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the chancellor of Florida. I mean, he, he and it and it didn't take much. It was a page and a half, issued October twenty fourth, weeks ago, decertifying students for justice at Pal- in Palestine. He wrote. Uh, you want me to read you? It's it's it's. Uh, it's yeah. Hamas is responsible for the attack, and it claims it is Operation Al Aqsa flood. In the wake of this terror, military leaders of Hamas have called for the mobilization of Palestinians in support of the operation. In response, and leading up to a day of resistance, the National Students for Justice in Palestine, SJP, released a toolkit, which refers to Operation Al-Aqsa Flood as the resistance and unequivocally states, quote, Palestinian students in exile are part of this movement, not in solidarity with this movement. They're part of it. Okay. Then he quotes the Florida law. We have a very similar law. It is a felony under Florida law to knowingly provide material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization. Here, National SJP has affirmatively identified it as part of the Operation Al-Aqsa Flood, a terrorist-led attack. These chapters exist under the headship of National Students for Justice in Palestine, who distributed a toolkit identifying themselves as part of the operation based on support of terrorism in in consultation with the governor, the student chapters must be deactivated. Done. 
end of story, washing of hands. Now let's move on and be a Republican form of government and a public university that doesn't support terrorism. How hard was that? Yeah, yeah and Seth, I'm telling you, it, it's like right now, if you're protesting for leftist, leftist causes, the bar is way higher for any kind of punishment or arrest or um, being expelled from the school. You know, a lot of these schools, I heard this morning that Harvard and I think it was MIT, they had an incident and um, a lot of people were calling for the for these students to be expelled from that incident that happened. And they said, well, the reason we can't expel them is because these students are on student visas and we don't want to have them get deported for this. And I'm saying, you know, I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. That's the whole, I mean, deport them as well. I mean, there's a decorum that you have when you're in a foreign country to go to school there and protesting and getting aggressive against students that are from that homeland going to school there is... It's not acceptable. No, it's not. And, 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 and you know, pre- no, I mean, we look back at our civil rights legacy here, and it was awful. I mean, the worst that, you know, black students in Arkansas couldn't get into a classroom but for the dispatch of the 101st Airborne. Eisenhower had to send troops to Little Rock. U.S. Marshals for Little Ruby, Ruby Bridges in New Orleans in 1960 because a black girl couldn't get into a public classroom. And now you have another yeah. ethnic minority that is being prevented from getting into a classroom or to get into their dorms yeah. or to peaceably exist on a public university you went to and that your tax dollars support. This, yeah. this or, isn't, or this isn't Ramallah. This is America. Yeah, it is. And, and Seth, I'm just tired. We've had way too many incidents of this at ASU, and Michael Crow, like I said, he better um, start cracking down on this because he's going to lose control of the of the university. I would say last time. night was a loss of control. I would say last, oh, big time. but I, I take your point. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's all, yes. Well, you know, yeah. it started with allowing the protests there in the first place. The last three or four protests that have taken place, which were scary enough. Yeah, and, and Seth, when it comes, like I was saying earlier... U of A, by the way, didn't tolerate it. Bobby Robbins at U of A didn't tolerate it. He told students yeah, not heard, to do it, and they didn't do it. Yeah, I heard... I, I really like that guy. I, I heard, do, too. I heard that... Uh, I do, that, too. He did not, He did not. you know, look at this and walk away asking what's right and what's wrong and what's truth, like jesting Pilate. Yeah, but, but Seth, what it comes down... Like I was saying earlier, it comes down to the fact that if you're... If, you know, Leftist causes are having a much broader, um, or I should say, higher higher bar before they're um, prosecuted or arrested or or or, uh, or both. You know, and it's um, th- there's no reason for that. I mean, if, if somebody is if they're doing the things that they're doing on a on a college campus, I, I hear exactly I what you're saying. Exactly. Who cares what the ideology is? Do you think for a second, do you think Crow would be silent for a second if this was a KKK chapter doing this to black students? How well, long do you think that will last? I'll tell you what. It would have been on the front page of the Arizona Republic today. I'll tell you that. 
Yeah, or a bunch of uh, uh, quote unquote MAGA extremists doing yeah. it against Biden supporters. Yeah, absolutely uh, right. Absolutely right. Right. To vote in, uh, in uh, election wider. Absolutely it's, right. You betcha. Yeah. And uh, it's got a, you know, I, I'm tired of the, the reputation that ASU, I mean, ASU's got a reputation right now as being, uh, you know, in, in the same line with schools like, like Harvard and, and MIT and, and uh, Cal Berkeley. For all the wrong reasons. For all yeah. the wrong reasons. No yeah. question. You bet. No. Thank you, Steve. God bless. <laughs> Not Tempe. <laughs> that just sounds so idyllic, you know? but not a beautiful university town like Tempe. You mean to tell me that you've never seen Tempe Town Lake in the moonlight? <laughs> I've I've seen I've seen nice parts of Tempe Town Lake in nice times, and I've jumped in it, and I've paddleboarded on it, and I've all that. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing tonight? You going dancing? Probably. I'll probably go dancing tonight. Yep. That is the right response sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that just let's face the music and dance. Face the you music know? and dance. Yeah. Well, I need to get my exercise somehow. What kind of dancing will it be tonight? It is good. Swing dancing, yeah, as right. usual. Yeah. Yep. Good for you. Yep. And you got the right tie? You got your top hat? I, I, no, I don't have a top hat. <laughs> isn't that tails. isn't that a song? Got my top hat, got my tails. Yes. Who is Fred that? Astaire. Fred Astaire. Some yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is it from Top Hat? I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I let me take a it. quick call. Jason, hi. How are you? Hey, Sam, it's me, Jason, again. I can't keep calling you every day. That's all right. It's always I had fun. to call you after hearing that last uh, that last uh, conversation you were talking about before going into the break. I had to call you because I think I got something that will cheer you up. Um I was a little upset about hearing about what happened at ASU in my own state. Reference this. I, I was not aware until I heard you, your story. But just to make you feel a little bit better, um, this the irony, and it just dawned on me, was I was in uh, Boston uh, for my kids' birthdays. My daughter's uh, October 5th. My son's October 7th. So when we were in Boston, we were looking for something to do, me and my son on the 8th, and we did the uh, we walked the Freedom Trail. And before starting that Freedom Trail, my son asked me like maybe three times, hey, Dad, maybe we can go to the, we'll see the uh, Holocaust um, Memorial. And I didn't pay much attention to it. And we were looking for a place to stop uh, because we weren't going to finish the whole thing that night. And I said, well, when we come back, we'll pick up where we left off. Can you remember? He said, yeah, we'll stop right here where the Holocaust Memorial is. So on October 8th, me and my son were doing the Holocaust walking the Holocaust at his request with no idea what was happening in the world, what was going on at that very moment oh, wow. in Israel wow. with Hamas. Wow. And just because I, I was listening to your show, and I can't wait to talk to my son again. He's 16. I'll probably call him tomorrow, and I'm going to bring up to him and ask him what he thinks about how I, the Yeah, let us that, know. Let us know. I'd be, I'd be totally curious. Yeah. Well, this, this comes from a lot of this is the parents. Of course it is. Of course, you're was, absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There would be no was, youth problems if there weren't adult problems. Well, I was very upset because I used to ask the kids because they go to good schools in Boston. That's where they grew up. And every time they, I would get them well, on their breaks, I'd ask them if, if they learned about the Holocaust, and they would say no, Dad. And I no. was like, I go. Well, I was six years old. I was. I, I think I was eleven in I the know. in the sixth grade when they taught us I about know. the Holocaust. Yeah. I go. What do you mean? Have you learned about the Holocaust? I know. And when they do, I'm afraid of what they are taught about it. Frankly, I, I have such mixed feelings about that. We can pursue it a little bit more tomorrow. I've John Shadig coming in. Thank you, Jason. Thank you very much. Truly, be right back.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.